Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the adventure continues. Uh, so tonight we're going to go over episode 29, not quite so grim, and episode 30, Frosty Mugs. Um, I was going over the session notes and also scrambling to write some of them down before we got started. And it really goes to show, like, you know, we, we go for three hours. And I think we've said this before, like, just one-on-one -on -one outside of the game or outside of this. Combat takes up so much time. It really, like, takes over a session. Even yeah. when you're playing for, like, three hours, it's like, holy shit, what did we do? Like, well, it's not that we didn't do anything. We were just killing things for an hour plus. Yeah, that's just... That's a trait that D&D &D has. Mm-hmm. I think that's too. that's a yeah, it's a big part of why there's like this um, trend, this increased popularity for like much smoother roll light games, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I do enjoy the combat of 5e, but it mm -hmm. is time consuming. Um, so and speaking of. Uh, Session 29 kind of jumped right into some combat. Uh, it started with Tim and Ulrich having first watch. As You guys had already been traveling through the woods um, with Nathaniel from Saxondale. Uh, and you're heading towards Immensity Peaks. Nathaniel's taking you, just to really skim this, because... This was a couple of sessions ago um, to bring you up to meet the Goliaths, the Thulakanu clan, um, and uh, get help for Greystand. Uh, so you've you're taking a night's watch as you're resting before ascending into the mountains. And I don't know, I'm I'm not sure what it is, uh, but I I feel like. It's so rare that both of you are on watch together. It doesn't happen often. Can it I take really this opportunity doesn't. to point out in chat? We're hearing that the music is a tad overpowering. Yeah, I just lowered it some. Uh, I can Sick. lower it even more. It, um, I don't know why audio is so screwy. <laughs> I don't know audio always is. Yeah. I can turn up my own game. Yeah. That's Thank a you, good, Lyle. Can you hear me better? <laughs> oh, Lival raided us. Hello, Raiders. Yeah, Jesus hi. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello. Welcome in. Uh, we are, uh, well, I'm JT. This is Yurko in the top square or rectangle, and Colby's in the bottom there. We're big, bad, evil guys, TTRPG. You definitely did sneak that in. Uh, we are just half of our group of uh, misfits. We do uh, actual play TTRPG here. Uh, thank you so much and welcome everybody for coming in. We're so happy to see you. Um, oh, there's Sora. Hi. Why would you? Oh, because, okay. I <laughs> I think she was upset because I said hi to Lival and not her. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm sorry, Sora. I would have said hello <laughs> sooner. I have I don't know what it is. Every time I turn OBS on, I got to juggle something. But anyway. Can you uh, guys well, still not hear me, by the I, way? 
Oh yeah. I know you guys could hear me. Yeah, we could hear you perfectly fine. And I have the audio turned up the majority of the way, I believe. Not all the way. Let's just do this. All right, guys, can you hear Yurko? Can you hear me? Hello. If you cannot hear me, I will just dance. Looks like you're just going to dance. I, it can, looks like I'm just going to dance. Yeah, can, I, can they hear I, me? They can't oh, they hear can't. you at all. Oh, oh brutal. Okay, hold on. No, it might, it might be OBS. Maybe something switched. Uh, say something, guys. Hi. Bingo, bingo, bongo. I don't want to leave the Congo. No, 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 no. Okay, there we can, go. They, thank you. They could hear you. There we go. I it switched it again. Like it keeps changing. What like what the where the two audio things are back and forth. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. I was everybody. prepared to just dance silently for an hour hey. and a half. Now turn my audio up. Oh god. <laughs> the the B in OBS stands for bitch, right? I don't yeah. know what the other letters are for, but I know that much. Okay. There I OBS my audio for overly up. bitchy software. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, my audio's up all the way. I, I can't go much further than this. Hopefully it's enough. So so anyway, let me let me start this again. Session began with uh, you guys uh, going uh, setting up camp. Uh, Yerko and Colby, you both had a first watch, and like I was, I was saying, even though you guys couldn't couldn't hear us, uh, that's not normal. You guys don't normally get first watch. I feel like you do that when you do. There's some good conversation. You guys actually did go back and forth for a while about. Uh, well, Tim gave you a book to read. Yeah, some nice discussions. There's a word I meant to drop there in that conversation, but I forgot to. It was a posterity. It's for Mm. posterity. That's what the books are for. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, the book that you gave him, it was was it one of your uh, the books where you take records on the farm? Is that what it was? Yeah, it's uh, it's cataloging uh, how the farm plots are laid out, how they're you know what's sown different things that need to be done for the different uh, plots and crops because you got to rotate right and you know there's the eventually you get the harvest total for each season right right which just just a a look back on that note last it was viewed through the orb um because i don't remember what session this was the crops were yet to be picked and they should have been harvested by now yeah that's that's a red Mm -hmm. flag yeah it's troubling it's it's mm-hmm. got it's got Tim a little bit more troubled now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tim's been he, troubled by it. He's doing a good job not showing it though. He's keeping his cool like a duck on the water. Yeah, it's um he fucking does not keep his cool around Grim though. Tim frightens me sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's so calm and polite and 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 then fireball positive. Happens. Yeah, and then he's like. I'm going to think of the most painful way to murder this person. It's like, fuck, dude. I like that. Thank you. That's, uh, that's wonderful. He has Hitting a sway. He has a trigger, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so while you're taking watch, you did start to talk about Grimm. 
which me sitting where I was just seemed so very um, fitting, poetic. Because <laughs> uh, you started to talk about, I wonder who Mama is. And uh, yeah. you, Ulrich was saying maybe something's going on. Like there's some sort of destabilization, I think was the word that you used uh, in in Arcadia. Like mm-hmm. you really started to think hard. It's like you thought about him and it manifested him. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking Slenderman. Yeah, right. <laughs> or Beetlejuice. Uh, or Beetlejuice. It, full disclosure, I it was planned for him to appear. It was just really like yeah. fortuitous that you guys started to discuss him. Like you that's happened a couple of times where I'm planning on something and you guys start talking about it. I'm like, oh <laughs> I was like, this is either gonna be ironic or they're gonna think I'm just uh running by the you know whatever they're saying um but so grim appeared and you uh approached or addressed him uh Ulrich. yes uh he was circling the campsite saying you know he knew you were there uh huh that fucker yeah yeah <laughs> hey him I'm, you know what, like, he's, he's a villain, right? So I'm glad that I've created a character you hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I, mm-hmm. Would you like me to address the question posed in I, chat or to say was, it out loud? I was actually just looking at that and I was going to break for a second so you could answer that because I am curious. Okay. Well, for our audio only listeners, uh, Soroscope on Twitch has asked, uh, a question for the character of Tim, which I play. Why have you not fireballed anything yet? I will answer that simply. Tim already feels guilt about firing or shooting a poison chromatic orb into his friend and team member, Rena, And he's terrified of hurting them further. Um, not many things are worth just having your friends be hurt because of you. Uh, so it's a, it's a scale thing. Uh, you know, you got to weigh the odds. It's like, all right, is a fireball really be worth it? Even if they're kind of resistant, I don't really want to hurt my friends. Uh, best to just use the single target options I have. Hmm. If I rolled real high on a swarm, uh, rolled real high in initiative in a battle, and there's a swarm or a collective coming towards us, then yeah, easy fireball or shatter again. Why not? But. You guys just rush in there so quick, usually. I'm yeah. slow on initiative, so I uh, have to wait. I discovered that playing a sorcerer in Baldur's Gate, that you think you want all these sick-ass AoE elemental damage spells, and then it's like, hmm, all of these enemies standing in a line, and then my barbarian <laughs> also, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> well, barbarians have can get you know at higher enough level they can get advantage on the saving throws you know they get that yeah. danger sense and that's nice but that yeah still, danger sense mm-hmm. would work wouldn't it for dex yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's true uh, by um, high enough level you mean level three <laughs> i think it is just level three yeah, yeah. it is yeah which um, i think you need to be higher be uh, at least level five for fireball anyway unless you've got a scroll so Sure. Um, okay, so thank you for the question, Sora. Yes. Um, and thank you for your answer. It it makes sense, honestly. Like that's good logical sense. I would 
I would kind of expect that from Tim. But I am I have been surprised that not there has not been a fireball yet, but I'm sure when it happens it'll be fun <laughs> or terrifying, one or the other. Or it'll be like nothing but twos and ones on the roll. <laughs> it's not about the damage, it's about the destruction you create along the way. Okay. <laughs> um while you were chatting uh with grim uh having your your back and forth where it it was it was pretty obvious to which you asked him if he was just there to do this but he was threatening you uh expressing his disapproval or how angry he was uh with Mm -hmm. With what you did in Saxondale, I don't think that I have to dance around that. It's pretty obvious that's what he meant. Yeah. Um, talking about not, ha- you know, not having to threaten people because someone just cast a spell on them and basically have his own little guard dogs. Um, he did say that he pissed off grandmother Peggy. Uh, mm-hmm. I am now realizing how many maternal characters. <laughs> Yeah, it has gotten a little confusing to be honest. Yeah, I'm so um, worried about your relationship with your mom, JT. It's actually a very good relationship. Okay, it's but I I figured, but still, I I didn't realize it until Peggy, and I was like, oh, I don't know why, damn. but just every campaign I make has my parents fighting in it. It's who could who could explain that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My parents are. They're very positive in supporting people. Clearly. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. hmm. uh, and uh, so Grandmother Peggy, she's mad at you. And he said, uh, I wouldn't sleep for too long if I were you. Oh, well, unfortunately, you have to sleep for six hours to get a long rest. So they can. Isn't it eight? Eight hours of rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think six of you, it. Ha- you has to be you can sleep. get yeah, you can get uh, really? two hours of downtime according yeah. to the rules and six hours I didn't of sleep. Know that. I thought it was just eight hours. That was it. That's good to know. Yeah, I could fuck with that. Um, <laughs> Grim says uh, also stated that he understands uh, why the envoys dislike the people, quote unquote, on this plane. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I well, they I can fuck them. off too. I don't understand all these people who are like, I am a, I, you know, I'm so fucking above you. I'm an extra planar fucking deity. You're ants to me. Yeah, I, I, also, <laughs> I'm gonna spend all of my time on this plane, and I'm gonna make your business my problem. Well, how about you go fuck off and do your space shit if that's what you are? All right, leave us alone if you hate us so much. I didn't fuck pick her. up that the envoys had any sort of dislike for people on this plane. But I guess they, they did go around with a sort of haughty attitude. So Yeah. It's the, the opinion of, of one person, too, though. I mean, like, I think I think that Tim has a certain relationship with um, piety that, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think Tim would get the impression that piety dislikes him. You know? Mm. So... Uh, Man, Yurko, I, <laughs> I love your passion for this. Lival asks, why can't we just tell every villain to fuck off? You can. This is not illegal. You yeah, can do you, it. Nothing's you stopping you. Nothing's yeah. saying it's going to work just tell or them get to them to off. actually fuck off. But you right. can't say it. 
Ulrich, I think, has told every major villain to fuck off. Like, that's his, like, plan A. Like, yeah, he told much. Mama to... He told he told Mama to fuck off. He told... um Or not Ma. He told Mirna. Mirna. Maybe Mirna. she is. We don't fucking know. We told Mirna to... He told Mirna to fuck off. He told Callus to fuck off. Yeah. Like, I think you might notice that that is, like, Ulrich's plan A. Because he's like, hey, fuck off. And then they don't. And then we have a fight. But, like... I mean, the envoys fucked off. The envoys did fuck off. Which but I'm... they... They had to be like, you know, we were going to fuck off anyway. We're not fucking off because you told us to. And it's like, <laughs> fuck you. Um, he also stated that he's going to take everything from the envoys and uh, basically the, the people of this plane. I'm rewording for the sake of explanation because when I write down the quote, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and give it to someone worthy, which uh, he is referring to Mama. Oh, I thought he intended to give it to the Vegapigmies. They're the only ones worthy of it, if it's not us. Was it you that asked me if there were Vegapigmies in the woods? Probably, Colby? yeah. I think yeah. it was, yeah, because yeah. was because Nathaniel was describing the twig blights, and you, but before uh, I could say it was twig blights, like, are there Vegapigmies around here? Yeah, you can thank Homer for that, actually. I'm trying to figure out if yeah. it's just the camera angle if I have kind of a wonky eye. Oh. I... Maybe you should go see an optometrist. Maybe. I'll just I need to I need to get an eye exam place. myself. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> just, just cross your eyes inward for a while. It'll it'll correct. Oh, I'm all you do the same thing? Uh, poke your eyeball or worry that you are like cross-eyed or something? Or both. Both. Maybe both. <laughs> both. They, they go hand in hand. <laughs> are you poking the spheres? Are they spheres or are they oblong? Yeah. They're, mm. they're, they're, I don't know, man. They're weird. I don't think they're supposed to be perfect spheres, but if they're too oblong, then, you, then your eyesight gets fucked. They're all wibbly wobbly. Mm -hmm. Um, Further um, commenting on the envoys, he says uh, that he doesn't, he, he thinks that they don't know what they're doing and they're wasting their time and that him and Mama are going to fix that. And I know that you've already said this, Yerko, but I wrote the quote down. Ulrich says, Well, the envoys left Greystand, so you and your big metal tree tower can go fuck off too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I heard it and I was like, I need this word for word. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. <laughs> it was no, it was. It was good. Like I like Ulrich's demeanor. Like, I mean, you know, I, I think he needs to relax sometimes for his own, like, you know, blood pressure reasonings, but <laughs> it's I'll tell you a right loving now, concern. If Tim <laughs> were out there with you, he would be like, hey, darn tootin'. Mm -hmm. If Ulrich like pricks his finger on a thorn, it's gonna be like a pressure washer. <laughs> Start cutting it's glass. It's gonna be like yeah, it's gonna be like one of those like water cutters. <laughs> oh my god! I worry for that that character. I tell you. Um, and combat did begin uh, with Grim. Uh, he kind of. Kind of had enough 
Uh, oh, he his, the last thing he said actually was, maybe when I'm done with all this, I'll go give Miss Katie a visit. And then combat started. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if he hadn't started it after that, Tim definitely would have. Yeah. I know I, I know that. the the impression from <laughs> Ulrich and Reno was like we made that much of an impression but <laughs> I think in my own head <laughs> yeah in my own head at least you know when we weren't actually having conversations uh voiced and RP'd out on the in the campaign Tim was keeping up regular conversation with him. Yeah uh, yeah Of course and I know she was interacting with the NPCs as well so Mhm yeah um, but after that comment, though, uh, combat did begin. I think the combat went pretty well. Like, just I would think so. I, balance I, goes, yeah, yeah. I, you know, the, I made him from scratch, so I, I was a little nervous with with him. I was like, he's either I'm, I had in my head like he's either going to die really fast or he's going to be a little too strong, but. It 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 worked out pretty well, I think. Well, the only thing that I didn't care for is that he ran away like a little bitch. Yeah, I wanted to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, was that the first time you've built a uh, like an a monster from the ground up with legendary actions? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've taken creatures in the past and altered them, or I've like increased the uh, health or. Um, like hit dice of an existing monster and given them legendary actions in order to make them more powerful. Not in this campaign, obviously, but like in past ones, just kind of modifying them to fit the theme that I'm going for. But yeah. this was from the ground up. I actually, you know, I, I, uh, I have, I have so many damn books and I have one. Uh, it's, um, Oh, it's right here. Um, I want to say this right. Yeah, this is actually a new book, but it's really useful uh, for anybody that's a DM out there. It's the uh, the Lazy DM's Forge of Foes, and it it is awesome. It's really good. Um, I <clears> like <throat> it a lot. It's I know it's Lazy DM, but they give you thorough yeah. like explanations on how to do things, and they also how you tell you how to do things really fast. Like they have it's it's a really good book. But I used this to build them. I was really happy with it. Again, uh, nice. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that as I was saying <laughs> that. I was like, this is not sponsored. I just love this guy's work. I have all of his books. They are very good. Freebie. Let him have it. Yeah. Yeah. Freebie. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could have this one. Next one he's going to have to pay for it, though. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a really good book. Um, so I, I built him from the ground up. I liked the, um, the donut shaped AOE. That, or aura that follows. Yeah, I liked that. That's yeah. that was really good. Yeah. I just you always see a solid circle, and then yeah. I was like, well, what if he has a little like safe haven in the middle where he could fuck with you know if someone gets in there he could just fight them head on and then the people around him like it makes it a potentially a problem for ranged people that want you know want that middle ground. Uh, if somebody wants to get up on them, they still get hit, but. I think it helps with the balance that they're not getting punished every round with an extra like D six of damage, at least right. not at least at level five, you know, where you guys are right now. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe a more powerful uh, player characters than it's a solid circle or something like, you know, maybe that's an evolution of the ability or something like that. But um, 
I felt yeah. like it did better to bring uh, contenders in to battle. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh you know, yeah, you'll be you'll be safe from this AOE, and you know if you get real close, but you're mm-hmm. not going to be safe with me. Yeah, yeah, it was cool too because it like, especially for Ulrich, I felt it really hard because mm-hmm. Ulrich is built for his longbow and also for melee with his short sword and his uh, fire axe. Mm-hmm. And in fights, I tend to like move Zephyr in strike. and out. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking Zephyr Strike. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> were you making him? And he was like, "I'm gonna fuck up all our Zephyr no, Strike." I didn't like, think. I completely <laughs> honest. I am. I am not that bright. <laughs> I'm not. That, I'm not that quick to think like that. <laughs> I was just like, "This is a really cool idea. I like this." And then when it happened to you, I was like, "Ugh!" <laughs> like I just did that. Um, so but it like whatever range you're engaging him with it was enough damage that like you know it was a it was a small enough amount of damage that like if you really wanted to like move your fight to long range you could like pull out or if you really wanted to go melee you could pull in mm -hmm. but if but like you had to commit to one right yeah yeah and that middle ground was not an option Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that, it was. I'm glad you guys liked that because I was like, oh, I was like, this is gonna be weird. Um, at the end of the fight, or towards the end of the fight, uh, when Grim was had Rena in front of him, and I think it was Alric was right next to him. Uh, Grim said to Rena, "I know the importance of family," and he looked at Rena's echo and said, I'll make sure to tell your daddy that when I see him next. And he, yes. huh? I just always thought that was a really gross way to phrase it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't oh. like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not and, allowed to call someone else's dad, daddy. I don't uh, like it. It's, it's a, a southern it's a charm southern thing. thing yeah. Yeah, I know it's a southern a, thing. Yeah. I'm saying it you can say Paul. There. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell your pa how you've been misbehaving, missy. I I don't know why, but I feel like because he's a villain, I feel like when he says it like that, it's almost like he's being like like he's talking to her like she's a child. He's infantilizing her. Absolutely. Yeah. No fancy so, word. Yeah, I'm just going to agree because I know Yurko is really good with words. <laughs> like I know he's using the right one. Infantilize? Is that? I've never heard that. I was going to really? say never heard the her. word infantilize. No. Okay. Public, I mean, school. I don't know. Sorry. Public school. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, that's how I feel. Like he's he speaks like that t- to you guys because he's trying to talk down to you. Um, he, he could also be really old, like a bunch of other characters that we found out about. Oh know? well, yeah. yeah, I suppose. Old is grim, JT. I'm telling you. <laughs> figure that out later if you really try grim has seen all that is and shall be <laughs> no that's clearly anthea <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's Whoops. funny my hmm. girlfriend's an eldritch eternal yeah <laughs> um but uh so after saying that he teleported over to rarissa uh knocked her to zero hit points and exited of course 
not without threatening. Uh, he did. Uh, I can't remember the exact line, and I, I had written it down in the actual session notes too. But it was something like, "In light, there's darkness, and in the darkness, I'll be waiting," or something like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, and then vanished. Um, yeah. Fucking lose. Everybody was angry. Everybody I've talked to about that is angry that he left. Is like... yeah, because it's like he like he blue balled us. All right. <laughs> it was just it was didn't get to finish. It's fucking weak sauce to like. It's fucking cringe to show up and be like, "I'm real mad at you," and then it's like, "All right," because it's like. If you're really such a big tough guy with your big plans and you're so much above us, why are you taking time out of your night to come harass us, huh? Yeah. Like if we're not that important to you, if we're if we are ants under your boot, etc. But now that he come here to harass us, he hurt us and then fucked off without like killing us. So like what was your plan here? Why mm. did you like are you just trying to be a big man? Just try to be a big man. I, f I feel like it's I've seen the tactic in the campaign. Maybe it was the the, the move of the DM. I'm not sure, but it felt like a Strahd ta tactic. Come in, slap him around for a little bit, and fucking leave. And everybody's I've only played a little bit of Strahd, but I do know what you mean. And I really want to play and finish that game one day. It's supposed to be like the best written 5e adventure. People like, love Strahd, dude. Yeah. The stuff that I've played in that campaign, because I've I've been in it twice now, and I mean, even the first run, which was, well, you know, I, I left early because I didn't like how the game was being run, just to be plain, put put it plainly. Um, no, I mean, you know, everybody has a play style, right? It just wasn't true. Didn't match yeah. my play style, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, but in both games, I will say that the, uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just just the way they paint a picture for you with that game, uh, with that campaign, the characters, the mood, the setting, like it it's pretty strong. Like it's easy to just picture yourself there and the characters are just so unique. It's it's really it really is good. Whoever wrote that did an amazing job. They did. It left a very lasting impression. Mm. Gotta say. More yeah. so than my first campaign ever did. Hmm. Yeah, I like the um, I like the domain of dread concept too, and uh, the the domain of um, there's a there's a Feywild alternative domain of um, oh man, I can't remember. Well, anyway, I'll look at it later. Uh, just that idea of there's that that area of existence that's been influenced by a single event, and they're mm -hmm. just kind of stuck in there. Like I love it. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Uh, so you all got. Rarissa back to her feet and very cautiously went back to your rest uh, after Grimm's clear departure. I think you rolled, Yerko, like super high for your perception, mm -hmm. like uh, to, you know, to see if he was still there or if there was any danger around. But like one of the one of the things I had pointed out when he appeared, when you came out, is everything was like. I don't want to say grayscale, but it was really close. Like the darkness and everything that was coming in was just kind of fading everything away. But that was all gone uh, when when you were looking around. So, 
you traveled up into the mountains, though, the next day. Uh, you avoided combat with some manticore. Yeah, fucking which, sick. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty cool. I was I was happy for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and you eventually did make it to the Thulakanu's clan, Th- blah, blah, Thulakanu clan's home. I gotta say, I don't. I haven't developed like my own naming conventions for the different races and stuff like that. Cause it's a lot of work. And some of the stuff that's already in place is solid. It's like, why would I mess with this? But Jesus fucking Christ, the Goliaths are like, Oh, well their last name has five vowels. Their first name has <laughs> at least three vowels. It's like, do they have to though? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Coward. <laughs> I mean, I did Goliath. It. Yeah, <laughs> and then they, but then they have a middle name, and I just think it's like their middle name or their—I'm sorry, their clan name—is uh, mm. supposed to be something that highlights a successful something that defines them that they have done, and then but the, also the opposite—it could be something cowardly that defines them, and they have a name from that. Um, but I think it's funny because that clan name is the same uh, naming convention as a human's last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they revisit that a lot. It's okay because it makes it easier to make a name. But at the same time, it's like uh, <laughs> copy <laughs> paste. <laughs> but whatever it worked. worked. Yeah, yeah man, that name's a name, I guess. Yep, it's what you make of it, I guess. Look at um. But you did meet with the clan leader, whose name is Kenai. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learned that previous leaders who promised to uh, assistance to James, uh, who are named Moontree and Bramblefang, uh, they both died uh, at the hands of unknown prey. Yeah, I bet that's not going to be relevant. Um, well, I mean, yeah, fair, fair <laughs> for you to say. Um, uh, let's she, you, you, you guys talked her up a good bit though. Um, I, I don't remember ever, a lot of you, I think, I think all of you were kind of, were chatting her up to try and like, tell her like, Hey, you know, we, we need your help kind of thing. Uh, we're a bunch of cool guys and gals yeah we're hip yeah there you go (laughs) like Uh, hey i know you got your thing but we can dig it we got a thing too we're with it you're too Um, good for this (laughs) look at this dead old woman's head we brought we're cool, right? Yeah. That hey, you know what? Honestly, I that was that was a clever idea, honestly, to to yeah, to bring a trophy. Mm-hmm. Um she did say uh mm-hmm. that it is her job to uphold the debts of her deceased parents who were the previous leaders. Right. Um and that Can I she, point out something though? Please about do. that hackhead. Alaric presented it to her thinking that it would be like a gift. Mm. And then she was basically like, why would I want a trophy from your kill? And Mm -hmm. Alaric was like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. But he was still hoping that like just the fact that he had it would like, right? Oh, yeah. Well, having it, yeah. 
Yeah, but that means that that hag's head has still been like hanging off of his bag for like the whole rest of the night. I forgot about it. Like, <laughs> what did he do with that? I don't know. We're in the snowy, cold ass mountains. It's being mm. preserved. It's fine. Okay. You when can probably still snow? eat the brain. <laughs> no thanks. Would you though? No. I don't want to know what kind of fucking curses, like are lacing gonna, that cerebrum. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna eat a hag's head and have like fingernails grow out of my eyelids or some shit. Oh like, my fuck god! That. Fuck that! <laughs> what a fashion statement! <laughs> oh man! Oh. <laughs> You're like a click every time you close your eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> you could talk in Morse code strictly you by could. blinking. <laughs> you can already talk in Morse code by blinking. Yeah, but people but could hear it in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know Sora is upset with that image. I know it's a terrible <laughs> image. That's why I'm not going to eat the hag's brain. It, yeah. <laughs> May, yeah. I mean, yeah. enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so she agreed uh that it's her job to uphold those debts and that she needs to speak with her high druid um and the two of them will make a decision on what to do um must have been the the person that tim met later that night oh yeah uh the so well we'll get to that in a second uh the measure was then asked stay the night, kind of so they could like get a feel for the group because they're you know they're being asked to send people with you, like you know so they want to at least observe you and um, as the bonfire gathering out and um, sorry within the clan be uh, started, uh, the sun began to set and there was a moment of. Rena being helped up off the ground by um, an individual who be, uh, yes, a very large female Goliath that would be uh, come to be known as Suncaller, and then uh, another very uh, boisterous male Goliath named Uthal began to scream and pour alcohol on himself, um, and that was the end of uh, session twenty nine. Uh, yes, yeah, Sora over there in chat with mommy. <laughs> yeah, I will I, have to say, uh, I hope that their alcohol isn't too high and proof because otherwise, Uthal would be just miserable. Can you imagine uh, it would just sap the body heat right out of you just yeah, from pouring it on you? Point. That's a yeah. fair point, yeah. yeah. Uh, Goliaths are accustomed to extreme cold and high elevations, though, so that's why he was sleeping in the snow with nothing on. Or, well, that's that's fine. You, if you get yeah. enough snow on you while you're sleeping, it acts as an insulator. It's, it does. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, session 30. Frosty Mug. Uh... You, the session started out. I don't remember what happened first. I do remember though that there was a lot of discussion, or there was some discussion um, uh, between the measure and the woman I mentioned named Suncaller. Um, 
and uh, you guys kind of talked about like how the clan functions like with the leadership um because someone had said like oh uh you know is is there supposed to be more than one leader or something like that and she said that uh her sister who is the leader uh is supposed to be one of two uh the other one being the high druid which suncaller had mentioned herself to be the high druid at one point uh so um she did say though that her sister has kind of tried to shoulder everything uh, after the parents passing and she, but you all know that she said she was going to talk to her so uh we've yet to see what happens on that um rena had a drinking contest I got to tell you guys. she killed it. Yeah. She did kill it. She did kill it. I got to point something out, though. I think she's had a drinking contest in every game I've run with her in it. Well, yeah. I mean. I think so. Every single one. I don't think she's missed a single one. <laughs> Damn right she did. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, she completely drank Uthal under the table, which was uh, amazing. That was great. Yeah, nice. it was. I uh, I couldn't roll above a nine. It was it was pretty bad. I was like, oh, I have a plus eight modifier or whatever it was. Like this will be easy. I had so, complete faith in her. I'm not gonna lie. I saw it and I was like, yeah, I have faith in the dice too because uh -huh. they're gonna let this happen because it's gonna be great. Yeah, the dice tell the story. We're just here they for do. the ride. Mm hmm. That's, that that is very true to to a strong degree. <laughs> Sorry, I keep looking over chat. Just be um, funny. I'm not saying you have a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah. But I think you love drinking contests. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Sarah. Uh Uthal did supply members of the measure with alcohol, those that wanted it. Uh I think Cassidy had some to drink. Not a lot, but she had some. I Rarissa, I think, completely avoided drinking so she could uh, herd Rena and make sure she didn't fall into the giant bonfire. Yeah, uh, that was sweet. Yeah, it was actually really sweet. Um, Tim didn't drink, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and uh, I know that Uthal poured drinks, more drinks for Rena and a drink for Ulrich. Ulrich had alcohol. Ulrich had a, Ulrich had a drink. Uh, don't forget that Rena won a lucky drinking cup, yes. which she immediately disrespected, by the way. Which I don't know how I feel about that because she was sen like, <laughs> "Sentimentality does not carry over in the trade bargain." I, I guess, <laughs> unless yeah, maybe you're Fay. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure some Fay would would go that extra step to uh, enact violence upon someone that this is. Mm disgraces their item you know once given um yeah rena when she won the drinking contest she also won uthal's lucky cup what was she gonna give up if she lost her lucky hat right the hat the fishing hat <laughs> you know i'm glad i didn't want to see uthal with a fucking fishing hat on. i need that in my headspace so um but yeah, so uh, and 
but yeah, Ulrich drank. I was very surprised. It's the second he time. Had... Yeah, I mean, he just had a little drink. Like, <laughs> just I according mean, to Tim's he... plan. Yeah. He just. I don't think that's that surprising. And you know what? It fucked him over. It did exactly the, the thing that he was always saying would happen <laughs> if he, like, you know? Relax. How did yeah? How, how did it fuck him over? Because he wasn't immediately up there for the combat that didn't really hurt anybody. Yes. No. Yeah. No, he's well, very. He, he's he's it like. I know that's kind of what we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, and also we're like that's kind of how the session ended. But he's like really beat up about it. He's yeah. Like, well, you know, the one time I let loose a little bit, and it's like you know. There's there's a real potential where he's like lesson learned, not gonna do that again, you know. Tim's gonna have to work on that. It's gonna have to hire Cassidy to be a psychologist. All right. Well, good luck, Say, hey, gang. You're you're not Atlas, but you don't have to carry the whole world on your shoulders. It's oh. gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. That's oh. what friends are for. Power of friendship. Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> Thank you, Colby. That was wonderful. <laughs> just perfect <laughs> you got a good laugh from Sora there in chat mm-hmm. um yeah um well before the, any of that happened another thing to point out is Tim had a chat with someone during the bonfire um who's kind of like negative he uh mm-hmm. expressed distaste for the twins basically um yeah uh saying that um basically he's surprised that you allow them to travel with you and uh they don't allow those people in their their village that sort of thing uh i think it was said like envoys i think the name envoys was brought up tim did bring that up Envoys, or it was demons. Well, he called them demons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 person, the Goliath, called them de- demons. But uh, Tim brought up the envoys to try and understand where he's coming from, because that's kind of important to Tim. Like, what, what do you mean? What's the context here? Yeah. How much yeah. do you know? Yeah. And then uh, it, it really, uh, the it's it was an opportunity right there, because uh, since like. The beginning of the campaign it's uh it's weight on tim especially after all this time traveling with the twins uh because he never really had too much interaction with them before but after everything that happened with callus he wasn't just gonna let someone else come in and badmouth them just because of who they are yeah uh, so like he's him. like yeah don't don't talk about my friends like that yeah it is the power of friendship Say what you want about the envoys. Don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, the anymore. envoys can get fucked. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty... Um, <clears throat> what's the word? Neutral? There's, there's a better word. I think it starts with an A. Um, ambivalent? Ambivalent, yes. I'm, well, okay. Tim's pretty ambivalent when it comes to most of <clears throat> the envoys. The only thing that he's got is, uh, you know, there's there's piety, which she's earned, as far as he's concerned with him. If you guys want a quick... A vocabulary lesson on ambivalent. Go for it. Ooh. People use ambivalent as if it just means neutral. And you wouldn't, you know, 
it's fine enough. But what the word really means is ambivalent, which means of two feelings. So if you have two strong and opposite feelings about something at the same time. So neutral is better. So it's like being two minds of something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like a mental dichotomy. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a fun one, right? Thank you. Thank you for that lesson. I learned something new today. I can go to sleep happy. Look at that. We provide entertainment and education here. Indeed. And it's all for free. I'm a fucking smartass. Unless you subscribe. Enjoy that stuff, I hope. Yep. Don't call yourself a smart ass. You're not a smart ass. Hey, I, I used to tell this yeah. to a, a previous coworker all the time. Better to be a smart ass than a dumbass. Than a dumbass. <clears throat> yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. He yeah. didn't take it. Lucky too for you, I'm both. <laughs> God damn it, you're Ah, uh, you're ambivalent. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes around full circle. Um, yeah. So, after all of this, oh, and that we also had our our moment um, with uh, Ulrich and Rena. They they fell asleep sitting yeah. next to each other. That was fucking adorable. It was cute. Yeah, yeah was no, cute. that was sweet. And uh, you told her to. Tell you a fishing story. Yeah. That sounds like a drunk thing to do. Honestly. It's uh Alric um does not possess the skills to show affection. So he hey, was like, How I'm about you? you? Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, I'm gonna try to communicate that I like you by expressing interest in, in yeah. your shit. Yeah. That's valid. No, that's totally valid. Um, no, but that was cool. Uh, I, I like to see the not only the evolution of characters through a campaign, but also the, an evolution of the bonds between them, whether it be uh, affection or just friendship. You know, it's it's all very uh, it's it's cool to watch mm-hmm. character growth. Um, also. Uh, I didn't write this down because I just forgot and I I didn't have a chance to go through it. But Rarissa had a conversation uh, with, oh my God, Jules. Oh, yeah. But she hasn't talked to him in like no since while. she hit Saxondale. Yeah. Uh, basically talking about age differences yeah. <laughs> and if, uh, if um, Dan Ray was always undead because she thought that was she wasn't sure how to approach that if that was the case <laughs> seen some weird shit out there dead. yeah yeah you've seen some weird shit out there i could see where someone's head might go in that direction um and so that conversation he did ask her about anthea like he was trying to ask her how she felt about her being left behind not left behind uh, but staying in Saxondale while you all traveled on. And I think she went off on some other rant about something yeah, else. Yeah, she like, just completely dodged that. Yeah, she yeah. did. And, and me, the DM, I'm just like, <laughs> like that's not what I asked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water. We can't make but it. But it won't drink. drown itself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay. 
that um that reminds me of some unfortunate moments playing Red Dead Redemption. Oh, oh yeah. my poor horses. What a great fucking game. <laughs> oh yeah. Sora in chat just mentioned uh Rarissa and Tim had more conversation too. That is fucking precious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good For the times. record. I think Ulrich's doing better than Tim is. I mean, depends on what your goals are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is good. I'm trying out here. I think they're both doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, after all of your conversations concluded, uh, you were alerted to the sounds of people yelling uh, after you had already fallen asleep. Yeah. Another long rest interrupted by combat. You know what? I just said that. And I was... <clears throat> I've thought <laughs> recently, like, I don't fuck with long rests with combat. Like, I know I have you guys roll perceptions at night and stuff, but yeah, it's so fucking rare that I actually have something attacked because I just feel like that's a dick move. Yeah, I think it's good. It. I think it's great. Yeah, like twice in a row. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like yeah. I never do this <laughs> twice in a row, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it something that I would like to see in campaigns more, and like I understand why people don't do it, really, like pretty much ever. But is like a little bit more of the focus on just kind of like the the day to day, uh, tedium. You know, like you don't have to make it fucking aggravating. But I like thinking about like you know um where is my character like getting their food or um you know like what are they wearing i like um one example that stands out to me is one time i was in a campaign where the characters went to like this big fancy banquet and it was like well there was this big fight that was obviously balanced for like everyone to be in their armor and I was like, why did we wear our armor to this fancy banquet? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. things like that. I really like that. Kind of make everything feel a little more real. Yeah, I see. I in a previous campaign, uh, combat didn't take place. So that particular thing mm-hmm. didn't factor in. But the tedium, as you said, like uh, there was a, um, a a gala. I think I call I refer to it as it was basically the adventuring party was getting ready to go on this task for this major city. Uh, you know, they were telling them to basically go into danger and like, oh, we'll, we'll have a gala in your honor before you go. It's tradition. So mm-hmm. we, I think we spent almost an entire session uh, of them uh, deciding what to wear, going to the tailor, <laughs> talking to the tailor mm-hmm. and just saying, oh, I'm going to pick these colors, this Dude, style jacket. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. We did that. Um, yeah, if I could party. Yeah, real so, quick. Uh, oh, Jesus, that took a turn. Um, (laughs) we were playing the Dragon Age RPG, and Hmm. uh, most of our campaign took place in Ferelden, but we had a a module that took place in Orlay in um, what's the capital of Orlay? Valroyo, and they were going to this big Royan gala, and there was this whole session of like going to the different stores in Valroyo and being like what's orlesian fashion like can Mm -hmm. you afford it you know what i mean like that was a lot of fun i like little stuff like that unfortunately in gray stand because of the dynamic of 
technology or lack thereof mm -hmm. in this frontier life. There's not a lot of options for that, but that does not mean it won't happen in future campaigns. Um, what I have planned for campaign two, you'll, there will be room for stuff like that. So, um, but uh, well, I just think we've got a bit of an option. It's just at a, a lower level. It's not near yeah. the, quite up to that. You know, there's no fancy gowns or anything, but you can definitely get into the minutia of uh, you know dressing the, nicely, dressing or you know just the the day to day. Oh sure. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, losing the words. They're pouring out of my brain. Um, yeah, you know, the, with the with the dyes and the, the clothing oh, yeah, fabrication, yeah, yeah. how it's all yeah. made. Mm -hmm. uh, just just a lower level kind of thing. Yeah. Um, just to recap on what, I, or to uh, make clear what Sora is talking about, she said the orgy party. Okay. So yeah, we have to address that. I do have to address this because there was not an orgy, Sora. Um, the gala <clears throat> was in honor of these adventures, and uh, it took place in in Ga This was in Gatia, uh, and it was in uh, the Serenai territory, where it's it's a big Elven territory, and the royals there, or the the leadership. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. She's yelling at me in chat. Um, <laughs> let them tell the story. <laughs> um, they so they were there, you know, they were, you know, fed and entertained. And at one point, uh, one of them asked Sora's character and a couple others, Oh, are you going to be at the orgy later? And they're like, What? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, yeah, all of the the like, um, the high society people stick around later for an orgy afterwards. It was just, it's something in their society, it's so that they casual, do. yeah, yeah, it's very casual for them. Um, it's it's after gal. There's an after party, and it just happened to be of a <laughs> sexual nature. And, hey, yeah. Roman. Yeah. Okay. So Sora just said I had a whole girlfriend. They invited her too. So. Yeah. But, As opposed to half a girlfriend. Yeah, what do you? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> didn't know halves back. were available. The question is, which half? Do they cost mm. the same? Yeah, and he, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> just gonna. All right, moving on. <laughs> Are we splitting this down the middle, or is it horizontal? Whoa. Or Slow your roll there, Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> so, combat occurs. Raiders from another Goliath encampment have come into the Fulakanu clan's territory. And they are clearly, clearly uh, ransacking tents and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, combat occurred uh, and you were asked by Suncaller not to kill them. Uh, combat lasted for a while. Uh, Ulrich and Renna slept through the first couple of rounds. I want to touch on this. I want to touch on this real quick because I don't want anybody to feel like I do this. I, I don't want you to feel forced to roll to wake up i just think it's yeah. an amusing mechanic and if you do it you do it but i'm not going to expect you to i felt a little bit <laughs> obligated to because sora really wanted to for rena and i didn't want to like i didn't want to be like well i'm fucking waking up and like yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> get up and she falls over yeah yeah <laughs> which i mean did ultimately happen but because the dice said so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> But it, it it's yeah yeah it's it's it is a fun mechanic Sora it's it's amusing I I I had someone do that once they were on a a beach and the map was like 
I don't know, uh, over 60 uh, squares width. It was like a 72 plus map. And he fell asleep on the left side of the map and everybody camped out on the right and there was combat and he had to take two turns to sprint from one side to the other. That's funny. It was That's it was something. Um, but he had to roll to wake up. It was just like, yeah, no, you're storing through it. Um, so you guys did get into fight with the raiders and one of them did end up dying and something happened Colby, and I don't know if you missed it or not, or if you just decided Tim missed this, but the raider dies, Uthal picks him up and basically says, my sister will take care of this. And he mm -hmm. said, oh, well, she'll bring him back. And, you know, he'll, mm -hmm. he'll be fine. Yeah, and, and everyone, everyone in character looked at Tim! Yeah! And, and yeah. Tim's like, what, are you looking at me because you want me to put the dome back up again? <laughs> <laughs> So I just a question. Did you miss what he said or did you make the decision to have Tim just not acknowledge it? No, I just I wanted him to uh, his perception isn't real clear. Um, and um, there, there's he's not going to just openly admit to it yet, but he's kind of questioning that train of thought right now. If you hey. want, I can go further into it, or we can wait until the next session. I can start I mean, asking questions. I think Alaric has expressed some... Uh, concern? Concern, <laughs> yeah. About what exactly? Uh, Him's Talia potential back. pursuit oh, to oh, oh. raise Talia from the dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I thought that... Out. Yeah, I thought that was funny though when it's just like why is he not saying anything why isn't he just like lighting up like a christmas tree right now mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, i do think i made a joke of it in the chat while we were playing but i feel like tim is on the trajectory to just kind of accidentally become like a lich <laughs> yeah well uh as far as Colby is aware <laughs> for the steps of becoming a lich your whole family has to die so it's kind of <laughs> counterintuitive that i see yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's Did like really? hmm, uh, that's one of the things that i'd heard i'm not sure what's actually canon what's you know i'm I, not sure I, about the rules of becoming a lich i've never really listened something to, it. to do with it i have a book that lays out yeah. mechanics for creating phylacteries so i'll <laughs> if uh if Let i remember because i looked into yeah. it for reasons don't worry about it but yeah um, sure I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, the specific details on how to become a lich are never laid out anywhere in canon because it's supposed to be, like, you Flexible. know, it's supposed to be, like, this thing that only extremely dedicated wizards can find after centuries of study, right? So, uh, that's and also, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <so> Tim, yeah. <laughs> he just needs to find that, you know. The the answer to immortality, and we there we go. Either you know, I'll create the Necronomicon, or I'll find it. Right? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a discussion you and I have to have at some point about Tim making crazy shit that might survive centuries. Um, yeah. You know what else is um, a result of a wizard digging too greedily, too deeply? Is um, Oh man, it's on the tip of my tongue. What is that? It's a creature that you encounter in Lost Minds of Fandelver. Um, it's got the one giant eye. It's got the spines down its back. Oh, a 
Nothing. Yeah, yeah that, that is a wizard that's dug too greedily, too deeply. That is a wizard. Mm-hmm. That's not like it's not like a construct they fuck it up. It was something? a wizard. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that, I what? hate those things. Fuck magic, oh, wow. dude. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, no. man. <laughs> yeah, like, that, I know that is that is okay. This is kind of a, a a bit of a complaint that I have with uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and it's an issue that like pretty much every RPG with magic has is that they're always like. Ooh, magicians meddling with things they don't understand. What will be the consequences? But your player character mages, your wizards, and your sorcerers, like, are not at risk. <laughs> you know, like it, like I think it's your job narratively to put them in danger as the player controlling maybe. that person. But I, I mean, understand what you mean, though, completely. There's not a lot of like mechanical tools at the ready that are obviously oh, yeah, there. No. To, like, you know, yeah. The only the like, only time I've ever seen it is um, the ones that are based on blood magic, and that's yeah. Even that, it's like yeah. it's just damage. Mm-hmm. But but you're right. The only and oh, and the other one, and this is dependent upon your DM though. This this mm-hmm. takes the DM's work to do. Warlocks, they are constantly, potentially, constantly in right. danger because yeah. of their patron. Mm-hmm. I love warlocks. Those packs uh, fucking walk a thin line. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that's a that's a conver- maybe I'll talk about that next Friday. My thoughts on warlocks, but um, anyway, we keep going off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called an organic conversation. It is. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> um, Up in the tame impala. Where we are at the end of my notes for this session, but Uthal mentions that his sister will not fix the ones passing, and um. As he's walking, getting ready to walk off with him, there is a loud screech, like some cacophonous scream mixed with a roar, like something just completely unearthly that comes from somewhere within the bowl of the mountain. And um, it's explained that this unknown creature is what's making the other Goliath clans like steal from each other. Like it's too dangerous to hunt or to get supplies because this mm-hmm. thing get them. Uh, and that was where we ended that session. So that thing is down, down deep in the mountain. I'm yeah, fuck that thing. Man, we're going to have to fucking fight it or some shit, aren't we? <laughs> All I mean, are so done. <laughs> Nobody has. So, I mean, obviously, you guys are still in the village, so it is there's potential that that could occur. There's always potential for anything to happen, I suppose. But knowing that that's down there, like if nothing is said to you guys about it further other than, yeah, that's what that is. That's what we have to live with. Like, I really don't expect you guys to go after it. And that's not Good. me saying that the group. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not me saying that the group is selfish. That's me saying that you guys have your own like prerogatives right now. Yeah, because you absolutely. have your own people to save. Um, but yeah, I I put that thing in there, and I'm like, well, we'll see what happens. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But here I thought maybe you're trying to tease us off the path for one reason or another, seeing I if. Mean, uh, uh, it's, uh, that's always something that's in my head. I don't know how a DM's going to call it because you never really know. It's like, all right, 
do, do they want us to give up some of the time that we have to achieve our goal just to do this good kind deed maybe for someone will it lead to more will it help us in our end goal or will it just be nothing more than a detriment that is that's that's something that i really like in campaigns um that i found video game rpgs are often cowards frankly when it comes to this like I know in too many video game RPGs, it's like, oh, like you have this big important task, but would you spare a moment to save my daughter, the I, the village brewer or whatever? And like in video games, there's no reason not to usually, right? Yeah, like, that's the, there's the main quest, and you got all the side quests. That's that's yeah. what it is. And they're like, mm -hmm. and people are like, oh, I love side quests, or they're like, no, fucking hate side quests. So yeah. it's uh. Matches all or different I gotta play level up. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um, I mean, like in the case of this this creature, like I'm not gonna say like, yeah, you definitely got to go down there, or no, you don't. Like, you know, it. Who know? Uh, the things that you guys do now have the potential to affect the world later. And because of where you are in the world, I haven't really done any Gatia campaigns that take place in this part of the world. So you're you're shaping the future for me with the things you do and don't do. So yeah, thanks. Um, you know, I I like to give choice. I don't want to force your hand to do something, but who knows? Maybe they will ask you to go kill it. Maybe they won't. Mm -hmm. Um, it also is a good measure of the character's priorities <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah we have priorities <laughs> yeah i know yeah um oh hey mage welcome in um tim might but... just pull a megamine if he thinks he has time just stand on the very edge cast fireball a few times give it a little quick go. rest fireball again <laughs> there you go yeah and then just collapse I'm spent. Carry me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, something I I'm going to mention it now. Um, this amazing layout that we have right now, this very nicely decorated oh, layout for Christmas. I just, I so want to say it is. It's incredibly festive and it's beautiful. I just want to say thank you so much to 8 bit. Um, I'm, I'm going to go retrieve. A link for her stuff so you guys go check her out um she is awesome she did our emotes she made this wonderful overlay that i use uh all the stuff i use here on adventure continues are from her as well as the stuff that i use for dm sessions it's all all done by by them amazing i'm gonna put this in chat right now for those watching uh that is her Etsy store. She is incredible. Go check it out. She has so many awesome layouts. And just please go 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 give her a look. If if anything, at least go look. Um, she's been a, a friend of ours for a long time. Uh, she has been a player in uh, uh, a couple of my games. Um, so really good person. Very dependable. Thank you, Sora, for putting in the Twitter handle. Thank you for being on top of it. 
<laughs> I saw Mitch say go eight, but that's real nice, Mitch. <laughs> real nice. Hey, both have two T's, right? No. No? Yeah, eight fuck bit? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so does anybody, I'm going to open up the floor real quick for chat. Does anybody have any questions they'd like to ask involving any of these two player characters here or Gatia, the campaign? Um, if it's a if it's a question for me, I may or may not be able to answer to the fullest extent, but any questions? Now's the time. I know Sora's probably holding back real hard not to ask. Yeah, uh, when will I see Fireball? So it's a question for you, Colby. Uh, tell you what, if Rena decides to volunteer to get Fireballed, Tim will give her the Fireball. Ooh, that's spicy. Do you not know what fire you are playing with? Because she'll do it. <laughs> we got a cleric that can heal her. All right. Yeah, it's fine. I got a cleric can heal her. She's resistant. Um, she is resistant. That's true. She is resistant. Give me one level up, and I can give her advantage on her. Actually, I don't know if I can. Look, Tim's all about satiating curiosity. All right. That makes. Sense. Yeah, the that really will o' wisp from the very uh, very beginning of this party being formed. He's like, all right, we need to train. Let's figure some things out. Hit me if he got to. That's fine. He, yeah. he was willing to take it. Yeah. Uh, so, assuming nothing else happens up on the mountaintop, I know we're done reviewing now, but now your journey starts going home. Yeah. That's, I'm kind of excited for the journey home. Yeah. I am, uh, as long as things go, because as long as things go well in travel, I am excited for you guys to get back to Greystown, because you've been gone for over two weeks now in game time. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> I actually just realized I didn't put the calendar ahead a day, so I have to fix that now on our in-game calendar. The family's going to be so mad. I don't know, but man. Like, it has. I don't know what we're going to find. I'm kind of expecting the worst. I expect that of you. <laughs> I'm trying not to do the same, but it's very difficult after looking through those orbs. Mm -hmm. It's been exactly two weeks. When you wake up in the morning, because it was still technically nighttime, when you wake up in the morning, it'll be exactly two weeks since you left the Chaldean Shelf, which was was a three-day trip from Greystand to Chaldean Shelf. So two weeks, three days. Now it's going to be another two weeks and three days back. You'll have been gone for over a month. Probably the longest anybody's ever left Greystand, and as assuming you make it back, make it back. We'll just see what happens. I'm excited to see what happens. My heart. My theory is that they're in pods in the fucking spire. Human reap. What? That'd it's be terrifying. Too. Yeah. It's um, be like uh. Killer clowns from outer space. They're all in cotton candy cocoons. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, no, this is for <laughs> this is for oh. the Mass Effect people. Oh. I finished Mass Effect two and nobody <laughs> died on the Reaper ship. Is that like how proud of myself should I be? Is that normal? 
I want to see if can. Anyway, that's just my question. Oh, okay. So there I was got a through question. it. Nice, hmm? nice, nice. Uh, there was a question from Sora. Are you planning on speed running the way home, or are we gonna day by day it? Um, I think to day by day it would be potentially a little too arduous. You've seen a lot of the stuff on the way already. You will more than likely, depending on the weather, depending on your choices, you probably are going to have the opportunity to visit all the places you've passed along the way. Saxondale, obviously. Thrix. Um, the trees. What were their names? Um, why am I so what bad? And... What? Fitzy and uh Fitzy and um uh yeah Fitzy we'll just say Fitzy. Fitzy and Co. Yeah, uh, you have and the, the the tree was Bert, I think. Um yes, yes. Um and, and Russ did Lim- not like him. Who? Russ did not like Bert. Russ knew think, Bert. I don't think like, Russ really had a strong opinion on it. I think he was just like, yeah, I keep to myself. I don't. Yeah. I thought Russ said that Bert was rude. Yeah, he did. Oh, he yeah. What? Okay. Oh god, yeah. I just had this realization. I'll tell you right now, if we stop in Thricks and we're anywhere near the cerebellum elementum, y'all might not have a, yeah. a hut at night. We did kind of. You did say you were going to go off. back. Yeah, that's our bad. Well, you said you were going to go back through again too. Originally, you said you stopped through on the way back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well. Tim that definitely means... wasn't expecting to encounter Saxondale Village and then end up finding the leads that we did there. So yeah. I mean that was that was that was big. So are you just gonna not sleep that night so that you could check out the cerebellum and we Probably. won't lose any time? Yeah. <laughs> I can have one level of exhaustion. It's fine. Yeah, for one day, it's fine. Yeah, easy. I don't do much anyway on combat. What is one level of exhaustion? Like disadvantage on everything on like skill, skill checks. checks yeah, yeah. does that um, include does it, okay it does skill checks attack rolls. does not include attack rolls okay yeah. it's I just knew, like I, that's always my or... first question too yeah okay anything under this in the skill box on your character sheet basically and i don't know if it includes saving throws i don't think it does it might though um yeah so you've you've got You've got a journey back. And while I think doing day by day will be a little much, um, you know, wherever you guys want to stop, of course, you know, I'm not going to stop you from doing such thing unless something happens to where it's not possible. And I think um, I think I'm going to have to make some. I use the word encounter lightly because when I say encounter, I don't mean combat. I'm going to have to make some tables and determine if and what happens along the way that's different from last time and just not do day by day, maybe do like half of the time basically and just say, Oh, there's a passage of time. And I'll let you know when there's a time skip. So it could be like over the past three days, what'd you do guys? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been waiting for the wisps to show up and be like, Hey, yo, Tim. Oh, don't worry. Do this for me. Don't worry. And they're 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 waiting, and I'm like, oh fuck, what are they gonna ask for? I already have that figured out. I have it all figured out. Kind of dreading it. All right, just. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, 
hoping we can get into the spire though fire yeah the she spire. said i just still don't think we've really solved the oh, problem okay. of getting into the tree dome slash spire okay yeah yeah okay gotcha well you, i mean sora you see daddy every time we start combat all right you associate your father with violence yeah but uh, like, a, like an American, <laughs> Uncle Callus didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say, yeah. Could you imagine? All right, kids, this is Uncle Callus. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna watch you while I go get some milk. <laughs> I know I just oh did Nathaniel's voice. Please forgive me. <laughs> and Nathaniel's not leaf. your father. <laughs> tobacco leaf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, guys and gals. Every that's it. We're just gonna wrap it up here. Thank you, thank you all so much for coming out and listening to these shenanigans and what I've been putting these poor souls through. Um, here, here, go, Colby. Thank you for sitting in with me. I really appreciate it. So really glad, glad to, be to be here. So good. glad to be here. Good, I'm glad. Um, and uh, we so this will be up in podcast format on sunday i will get the video out as quick as i can to youtube and we'll be back on tuesday uh with, at 8 p.m eastern standard time right here on twitch.tv slash bbegttrpg <coughs> oh if you're watching this on youtube please like and subscribe damn it i don't have you here to say it sora <laughs> <laughs> um so that's it and we'll see you next time as the adventure continues Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye, friends. Bye. Hit the bell. bell. Hit, after you subscribe, hit the bell. <laughs>